bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so safe they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got aids spoiled movie reviews hey welcome to another edition of spoiled movie reviews on the black Tips premium podcast network i'm your host rod joined as always by my co-host karen the mistress of evil apparently so and we do movie reviews for people who've seen the movie don't ever plan on seeing the movie or just don't care about spoilers because we spoil the movie and today's movie is maleficent mistress of evil or maleficent to magical boogaloo ah! um we'll get into that review shortly but first we have to talk about the trailers that we saw before the movie uh this week um and what we thought about them so the first one uh we saw was a christian movie about a. it seemed like a christian movie is like a movie that's like a tragic romance where a woman is dying but mm-hmm. she just met a guy who happens to be the number one singer on the earth right who sings who made the whole audience pray for her um i think <laughs> shania twain's in it uh i still believe is the name of the title of the movie karen no i won't be going to see that yeah it looked really bad to me mm-hmm. uh doctor i was like i don't know none of these white folks robert donnie jr is the new dr doolittle i am motherfucking in that nigga died and came back and now he can speak to animals speaking of remakes people never complained about it's so funny right dr doolittle like we don't no one goes who asked for this like not for that one yeah but but still ain't like, that the one that uh eddie murphy did yeah he okay. did like two or three movies yes he did i was thinking we've seen this so dr doolittle um although this one looks like really i don't know what the right word is like like it's trying to be intense or something yes i was like this nigga going for the oscar talking to the animals yeah it's not just like an animal adventure anymore it's like I don't, they didn't even say what the real plot was like, everything looks so huge and majestical and shit yes uh spies in disguise has a new trailer it's the will smith animated movie where he turned he's the spy that's turned into a pigeon they have been showing this preview for two years i thought this shit was already out and no uh yeah i'm still <laughs> i want to say no but they made a joke at the very end that made me laugh man oh my god it was so good um he hugged will smith uh, as a pigeon he popped that out of the hilarious and i don't know why that made me laugh so hard um like he's a man that got turned into a lady pigeon like how does that work he could do, uh, do man right. pigeons make eggs too i don't i don't know how any of it works I don't know. um but i actually like this trailer more than the last trailer it had a lot more action now in that's it. true uh charlie's angels reboot no same trailer Mm-mm. now that's one that i don't understand why on well i do know why but online you don't hear a lot of who asked for this didn't y'all just make this um but every few years they get a bunch of white women and one well, brown this woman one not, this, but, one, this has one white woman and two brown women oh but, but a bunch of but normally it's all white my bad okay and uh, a white adjacent mm-hmm. and uh i'm you know they never because didn't the last one had uh, the last one 
were not good and then mm-hmm. was this the second or third reboot in my lifetime this be the third reboot in my lifetime that i think i've seen i think we've seen them uh, i don't know I, I i know they had a tv show then they had the movies uh starring uh carmen diaz mm-hmm. i think it's her name cameron diaz cameron, cameron diaz and drew barrymore and lucy Liu um and then um now this so i don't know if they have other ones but um i don't know something about it just doesn't look good to me because these can actually be really good but i don't think they've ever made one that's actually really good and the uh, agendas are gonna be active with this shit so i kind of yes, hope that they it are like i the reason i don't think people are saying like who wants another one of these is because it's a women's movie you know and so it's kind of like oh women's empowerment feminism is in right now you know and and it's kind of like yeah but this the 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 concept that's been done before you would think that people would be like i'm out they complain about everything else that being said i'm not one of those people Mm -hmm. i never complain about reboots remakes i'm just saying i was surprised to see no people that complain about this shit all day no one's been saying shit about it really because they don't care and a lot of them probably don't even go to the movies to see the previews yeah but they don't go to the other movies and they complain about those so no it's not that that's true it's just i think i think it's because it hits the right it's it's okay it's basically like because it's a feminism thing it it checks the only people that right the people that probably are complaining are a bunch of fucking like incels and shit you know it's not gonna be the people i know another movie for these bitches right yeah but yeah i don't know i hope it's good if it gets good reviews i'll go see it but it just don't look good to me Mm -hmm. like kind of movie you watch at home i i would you know i really need to look up and see what it's rated because if it's rated are then there's a slight chance all right if it's a pg-13 or below mm-mm. yeah like you know if it's, it's, yeah, if it's you can only do but so many jokes yeah if it's rated r there's a chance it could actually be good but if it's not then uh i probably won't go see this mm-hmm. shit i probably won't go see it regardless okay uh playing with fire it's uh chris jericho maybe i don't know wrestling but i think he's a firefighter that somehow finds three abandoned kids Mm-mm, nope all right um yeah i i think this is one of those movies where um it made me think about when i was a kid and how i like movies like uncle buck and like kind of silly movies that as a kid i was just like oh this is the greatest movie ever kindergarten cop or something similar like a daddy Daddy yeah and it seemed like he's trying to be the guy who makes movies like that Mm -hmm. so uh or at least this is one of his movies like the rock would have done this movie yeah i'm about to say the rock went through a phase where he was in every movie like this right oh yeah charlie's angels pg-13 so it's gonna be trash you know it is um but yeah so uh um but yeah i'm out on this too i don't have kids and don't really want to see it Mm-mm. uh but that dude is funny i, I don't know if it's even chris jerry i don't even know his fucking name but that dude does have funny comedic <laughs> time and we've seen him in some funny shit yeah yeah that dude's funny as shit so uh i mean it's not even that it's gonna that it's definitely gonna be bad yeah. it just look like it's not gonna be yeah. for me i watched it on netflix or something there ain't nothing i'm willing to, to go to the movie theaters because I, I think i saw blockers um i i ordered it on um on voodoo or whatever mm-hmm. and that's the one where the parents try to stop the kids from having sex on prom night we seen that that was and that shit was hilarious le- yes and he was, was in that him and his wife were fucking hilarious yeah he was in john cena that's his name not chris jericho <laughs> jesus christ i don't know nothing about wrestling um 
it's like am i even a black man from the south <laughs> you're doing one of my numbers i don't know nothing about wrestling i used to love it but after a while i just got out of it uh onward is a new pixar movie where they take like trolls and fairies and shit but they make it in where they have modern technology uh and still all these old fables like they exist because they're trolls and fairies and shit but they ride planes now they drive cars they have jobs they watch tv so um they did reveal more of the plot which is they try to bring their father back he used to be a magician they try to do a spell to bring him back for one day so the sons can spend the day together with him and they only bring back his legs and then they have to go on a mission to bring the rest of them back no no okay i'm in pixar so no way that's bad um frozen 2 i didn't see the first i didn't see the first one either y'all so i can't even speak on that mm-hmm. um, i think it's on netflix so maybe i'll just check right, it out right i'm about day. to say now i'm interested to see the first because just the more and more they do the plot line for the second i was like that actually looks kind of good but i don't know i wouldn't know what the fuck is happening everybody told me the first one well it was overrated or whatever i don't know i don't know either uh and last one was the only thing i know is let it go let it go because that shit was fucking everywhere last one uh jungle cruise the rock is in a new another movie <laughs> this man don't never stop He's- working stay with a job he stays with a job it's either coming out or coming soon and he working on it so uh yeah the rock is helping somebody gone it's based off a disney ride called jungle cruise so he's mm, helping okay yeah this and i it's funny because i think this is the second movie he's done based off a disney ride and turned it into a movie actually oh, i didn't know that i want to say yeah because the other one was like journey to the center of the earth or something or i don't think i watched or what was it was no it was another one he did um and he he was like him and these kids and uh and i want to say it's based off of a disney a disney theme ride um but yeah dude just yeah oh it is journey to the center of the earth i guess is is might be the movie i'm talking about did we see that one no i didn't see that no, one no not that one. Oh, it was jumanji okay jumanji that, yeah we did but see that one jumanji. based off of a, a ride yeah based off a of ride this dude's done so many fucking movies man oh his imdb probably got thousands of movies on there by now yeah he just don't he just does not Please take time off stay working um and then of course there's all the other movies he has where he's in the background in production or, and shit uh, no i'm not talking about that he has other movies where he's in the they just ain't came out yet he just stay working that's what i'm saying it's been years but he comes sometimes i mean he slowed down a little bit but you know it's periods of time where he come out two and three movies in the course of a year yeah and you know ever since um disney did pirates of the caribbean which is based off of a um um a theme park ride um that like <laughs> that's uh that's crazy like they like they have continued to to do these movies it's uh jungle cruise tower of terror the haunted mansion mm. tomorrow i think tomorrowland maybe one We've seen that one yep pirates of the caribbean like these motherfuckers they was they like, know what they doing it was like we made a ride let's make a game i'm do they gotta move do they got one called space mountain i don't know but it's uh it's all ip that they own so i mean like Come you don't on. have to pay nobody for it no you don't 
all right let's get into our review guys maleficent mistress of evil starring of course our girl angelina jolie mm-hmm. uh l fanning as aurora um michelle pfeiffer as queen ingrith uh sam riley as Deval, the the bird man uh ed screen as bora uh and she would tell edgy for uh in his role as martin luther wing as i called him yes um but yeah so uh um uh harris dickinson was prince phillips so it had it had a lot of a lot of big names in it um the plot is maleficent and her, this is after the first one Maleficent and her goddaughter Aurora begin to question the complex family ties that bind them as they are pulled in different directions by impending nuptials, unexpected allies, and dark new forces at play. Karen, give me something you like about this movie. I love Angelina Jolie as the main character. Angelina Jolie dies and comes back as a flames from the ashes because she's also partially related to a phoenix and she turns into a phoenix. Spoiler alert. Sorry, Karen. Go ahead. It's in the title. Um, she plays ahead. It's almost like she was born for that role. I absolutely love her. And it was just hilarious to, to, to just see the character have a hard time smiling, have a hard time adapting, and she killed that role yeah she had what i like to call big witch energy okay yes she did um angelina jolie was great in the first one and this one um i I felt like she was not asked to do as much as far as um her motivations the first one i felt like was kind of dark even it was people compared her losing her wings to a sexual assault and stuff i i don't i thought they were taking it too far but that's how good a job she did you know to really show you the emotional pain she was in that led her to be considered this evil woman Mm -hmm. um so yeah i really did like um angelina jolie's performance um it was funny when it needed to be um it was evil and uncouth and misunderstood and all that stuff um i love the scene where uh she finds out that aurora wants to marry um the prince yes mistress what i have a little bit of news well on with it it's nothing of any real consequence and it's certainly no reason to overreact it's just that prince philip has um disappeared no no philip has yellow fever no wait leprosy no mistress prince philip has asked aurora if she'll become his don't ruin my morning so um and then she goes down to confront aurora about the marriage um which also comes next scene so so godmother philip asked me to marry him poor thing he'll recover My answer was yes. No. Yes. No. 
I wasn't really asking. Nor was I. What's next? You'll turn him into a goat. Hmm. Um, the other thing too is, I mean, she kept her hair in a protective hairstyle. Yes, okay. she did. She stayed keeping it wrapped. Um, you also, uh, also, um, she served face every place she went. Didn't she though? Cheekbones popping. Um, and I love like how they took the character. Like she, it was almost like she had a stylist in the background we just didn't know about because it's like before every battle scene was her like was flawless even, uh, even, even when she had it down yeah the red lipstick mm-hmm. all that stuff mm-hmm. um so yeah i really did enjoy angelina jolie and she had a lot to do here um um it, it, like she had a lot to do in this movie even though it's not as much as the first because uh, they try to you know bring in the story about her origin and what kind of creature she is a, black, a dark fae i believe she had she found her people and she kind of found her purpose and cause in the liberation of her people and stuff like that um uh so that was angelina jolie for me i gotta give it up to my girl michelle pfeiffer she motherfucking stole the show like we knew it was gonna be a bad bitch off when you seen the trailer and michelle pfeiffer was the queen and i said okay so it's gonna be the queen versus maleficent if somehow and i thought that they would pull their punches and be like well they both kind of have a point but the queen was just evil she was like oh bitch you thought like no 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 i am here to fuck shit up and she had plan on top of plan on top of plan on top of plan she was like fuck them fairies yeah the queen was um everything that she said to the world that maleficent was right which was another positive for the movie i was gonna put in a different as a different positive point but it ties into this so well i feel like i can't um the way that they use the idea of manipulating the narrative to turn people against somebody and she used fear to spread so she spread fear of maleficent to the um uh to the entire populace of the kingdom and so everybody just was scared of her they thought she was evil they thought she was dangerous she was going to kill people and then she used that to make them controllable um and she lied she said that the curse in the first movie we we find out that the curse was broken by maleficent's love for aurora Mm -hmm. and she's the one the story of sleeping beauty that we all know now you know we've all learned as kids the prince that comes and kisses the the you know the the sleeping beauty and she wakes up and not well we know that story's bullshit because we saw the first movie and so she's like i'm the one who spread the fake version well you just evil you didn't help nobody uh you didn't break the curse the prince did all oh, this poor girl was in your clutches so i love the spin on that to be like the propaganda is the movie that was a we grew up with as children this is the real more complex nuanced story behind the scenes and the fact that she was the one michelle pfeiffer's character queen ingrid was the one manipulating everything like she she stole it like she was downright treacherous she was like i'm killing my husband she was like i'm pushing kids off the roof she was like oh you kind of her she um 
was upstairs with her husband and her son so like, yeah yeah mm-hmm, she gonna be part of the family and she walked down some steps and next thing you know they making bullets i'm like the fuck is this even when she gave her and i love that she was just evil because even when she gave her motivational speech uh, to be like this is why i'm doing what i gotta do it wasn't really uh it wasn't two ways about it like she was like when i was a kid you know the kingdom was going through fathom to um through uh what do you call it when you can't eat uh famine mm-hmm. we was going through a famine we didn't have enough stuff and across the, the 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 you know river or whatever the fuck this body of water we're looking at the fairies and the fairies all got food and it's bountiful and everything's doing great and my father wanted to depend on their kindness and i said we should just take it and me and my brother was, was like just take the stuff and so my brother went over there to negotiate with him and he never came back and and uh I, it was like that's actually because that's actually y'all fault because y'all was over there talking about we just gonna take the shit and then you sent your treacherous ass brother over there who probably did not really ask for no kindness he just immediately tried to probably take some shit right they was and like, got his ass fucked up right it was like the fuck you think this is and it was also doing that thing where like they were spinning the news it was like really good with that or like uh in the beginning of the film you see three people go over there to the to the 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 magical land and they try to steal these mushroom people and they're gonna like sell them um because there's a guy who works in the kingdom who's using them to make weapons and shit and so the two of the dudes get fucking killed or hemmed up somehow uh by maleficent protector of the you know of the realm of magic mm-hmm. and the one dude gets away well later it comes back in the film it's like and two peasants went missing they were like like they're the like they're the innocent two innocent men were killed like that like they were so good at flipping yeah, that she's like but you concerned about fairies right man she we're was talking about fairies right ingrid was uh or uh, well let me make sure i got her name right because i keep saying ingrid it's ingrith was so was such a good character uh i love the scene at dinner when she made them bring maleficent to dinner just so she could bait her into flying out the handle and trying to fight everybody and then blame her for poisoning her husband when it was really her the queen who poisoned the husband i actually have that scene here i remember the story of a baby a baby cursed to sleep and never wake up really who would do such a terrible thing to an innocent child well there are many who prey on the innocent i'm sure your kind would agree what do you mean my kind she means human there are fairies missing from the moors what i'm missing is some wine stolen by human poachers that's the first i've heard of it someone gave the order like that like they was giving bars to each other and it gets way more intense than that and they face offs was real good Mm -hmm. they were sitting at the dinner table and it was hilarious because on the low it was like a comedy show in the background because they looking at each other we talking more wine more food you hear people kind of just be like hey hey, hey let, let, let's chill out here now yeah what else did you like i let me see i liked the creatures uh in the woods because 
because at the beginning it was a beautiful beautiful shot of the creatures and they emphasized on the smaller creatures which was beautiful it was like they were taking raindrops and they would look huge and they were flying it was one uh that was like tiny and you blow it and like these white things would fly off of it and i mean it was just so gorgeous and so bright and pretty and colorful and it lets you see how uh important and how actually large this world is yeah the color palette was amazing in this movie um yeah especially with the creatures and stuff i mean they really i I don't know if they increased the budget or what but it really came through and then also just maleficent's outfits and everything it was like every time turn around she flap her wings her outfits changed yeah but it was just like the way her wings even look different in different outfits and they did stuff like that obviously the opulence of the kingdom and the beauty of the uh magical people kingdom and all that stuff i i loved all of that special effects were amazing um another thing i would say I, I really liked was uh jen murray as gerda uh gerda was basically just the henchman woman for the queen who did all of her evil bidding and yeah she was faithful she was like creating weapons on the low because only iron i think could kill could hurt maleficent mm-hmm. so she was creating iron weapons she was uh she was the one who played the organ that like try would they try to do the red wedding to the um yes to the magical they creatures? was doing a red wedding they was like she was like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna see him play this or she didn't even turn around play this organ and watch y'all die yeah so she was like she was a beast in this role um and uh i can't even remember her how she oh she fell off the uh mm-hmm. the balcony is how she died but yeah she was she beasted in this joint. she was cooning it up real good real good as a faithful dutiful henchwoman uh anything else i also liked uh for maleficent where her people was that was gorgeous how just um because they flew everywhere so they had like all these circles you oh you're talking about the dark uh the dark uh what that fey yeah the dark fey yeah. yeah and it was absolutely gorgeous with them flying around and spreading their wings and you know it was basically they literally had to go underground but it was amazing how even though it was underground where the people were they had like climate so they would be they're in caves now but like one area would be desert one area would be water one area would be the jungle one area would be forest it was just beautiful just just to watch all these and the children and their wings it was just uh uh as far as uh visually it was stunning yeah i like the uh comic relief as well i thought that this movie was not as funny as the first one mm-hmm. um but when it had like the funny beats and stuff in the background or whatever i kind of enjoyed the the comedy in this especially the stuff with maleficent trying to be a mother knowing it's kind of against her nature trying to be a guest in this house and when she's like practicing how she's going to greet them and thank them and even at the end with the wedding how she's so awkward for her um where she's like supposed to be giving her daughter away and and then like um diablo has to come over and be like you can let her go now um stuff like that like yeah and also it was hilarious that she takes everything literally she's like mother i want you to give me away never right (laughs) right so like the comedy was pretty good i like when it when they had comedy it's not a very funny movie but when they had it Mm -hmm. i thought the uh thought that stuff was good um 
the the men was just so cool in this movie uh so it's definitely just like a women's movie um another thing i liked was um warwick davis is lick spittle um we, we might know warwick davis is willow he was uh the he was basically like a coon uh for the fairies like he used to be ah. a fairy and then he started working for the for the um for the queen's evil plan and making up the weapons that will kill the fairies um so i actually liked his portrayal of him um i did when i get into dislikes i'll talk about what they ultimately did with the character but he was like you know it was cool to see warwick davis on screen again i like that dude uh anything else Mm, oh uh was it sam riley mm-hmm. i like that character because like you said he was comic relief and he was in in his human form because he's actually a crow and his human form was just hilarious because it was him adapting to being human was funny because they had invited like all the creatures to go into the church and he walking with them and they literally pulled him out the line was like you don't belong here he was like uh yes i do they was like no 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 you don't i was like and it dawned on me oh because they like you're a human so why are you dealing with this riffraff right um okay um let's get into if that unless there's something else let's get into mm-hmm. dislikes all right um give me something you dislike for me i guess one thing i kind of just like i understood the relationship and the marriage and things like that but uh the two main quote-unquote kids yeah their chemistry was a little awful was it just me well uh rora and prince philip you gotta remember it's a pg movie that is right so it's not so sexy they're gonna play it um it's supposed to you know the thing for them that was weird to me is i know they're trying to juxtapose this to the fairy tale mm-hmm. but like to sleeping beauty but there are times where I, everyone feels except for the two queens everyone feels a little too stupid yeah like the king is but almost a bumbling idiot you know he doesn't realize his wife is about to do this huge betrayal right and his wife is so evil he's been married to this evil woman his whole life and no, there's no signs of it um philip is so shocked and that his mom is this way aurora who's been raised by um by um maleficent who should really be like i'm woke to the humans she's stupid as fuck in this movie it almost would have been better if they were like younger or something like because they were so stupid right um if they was younger i would have kind of would have been more understanding to that yeah Yeah. and even i was even more understanding when they tried to red wedding the fairies because i said well the fairies don't know like Mm -hmm. they never dealt with humans and they're good magical creatures but i don't know man They, they made these motherfuckers so fucking dumb man like that was a big thing for me it was just like how fucking stupid are these people uh and in the middle of it it's like there's a fucking full-out war so y'all are old enough to be killing people but but too stupid to realize your mom is evil like that it was just wild um uh thing i i have several things but I, I, i'll just say one this one was too long yeah yeah this one was too long other one was shorter probably shorter wouldn't it uh if the other one i felt like it was about an hour and a half maybe i'll go look at it on imdb this one was two hours 
okay yeah yeah the other one was an hour 37 minutes so yeah about an hour and a half and that's probably why it was much better it was probably tighter shot i felt yeah i felt this was that 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 this joint was about 30 minutes too long 30 minutes and i'm gonna tell you which 30 minutes it was all the shit with the dark fae i don't care like it felt like it was just a huge setup to say that she was a phoenix who can rise from the ashes because she got the blood of the phoenix ancestor in her and so the whole point was to be like when we kill her on screen and make everybody go oh my gosh she's dead which were like it's the maleficent movie it's no fucking way she's dead you're not gonna do that to these children in a pg movie right um so when i i'm like i when she turned to ash i literally was like she's a phoenix she gonna rise from the ashes and she really did rise from the ashes as a phoenix because that's what the fuck phoenixes do um so yeah i did not like any of the shit with the dark fade it just it was pointless you could have left it all out especially like and it all they did it all for this one fucking moment with the phoenix and then for at at the end credits when it's her flying with the other kids that grew up as dark fade this community she i guess never remembered doesn't know about somehow maleficent doesn't know she's a dark fade she doesn't remember any of these people any of this shit um and they said we were once the most powerful people on the planet we lived in every climate the tundra the this the that so how the fuck maleficent don't know she one of them didn't know they existed until she fell in the ocean the rip the the water uh somehow they knew she existed and knew she needed help when she fell in the water like yeah, they were stretching the fuck out of this and it all felt like and i'm and, and i'm not one of those people that just complains because i'm like that's impossible the whole fucking movie is impossible my point is for an extra 30 minutes of content i'd rather you just not even do that stretch just leave that out like have her heal up in the woods and and turn evil or something you didn't have to do all this uh matter of fact i'll throw in one more thing and then you have she would tell edgy of four in the movie for all of five minutes for no fucking reason mm-hmm. like he's a great actor man and they made him martin luther wayne he literally dies for these motherfucking white people as a magical fucking negro in this movie i'm like she would tell too good for this what is too good what is happening also ed screen could be the fucking uh malcolm x of the fucking uh revolution for the for the uh for the for the for the dark fade like i just i just felt like why why they even do that um anything else you didn't like i did not like the black soldier oh oh the uh leader of the uh percival played by david Gyasi. Mm-hmm. i felt like his role he was another additional initial uh black negro uh and, and and so you would rather have no black people in the movie i, I see what you mean <laughs> no it's not that it's not that it's, it's just for the fact that i don't know i just did not and you know what i can tell you why you you bought it they made him stupid yep he was stupid okay okay shit. okay that's why that was annoying to me okay i take the back it's not the fact that he was black but i but but that's why i said black soldier because i don't remember his name mm-hmm. but i think because they made him so stupid i was like oh this character just annoys me yeah he was just stupid as shit man that was like that was probably the fatal flaw of a lot of um a lot of these people was that was like the characters is just dumb and the evil people were smart yes they so were so it wasn't even like a <laughs> it wasn't even like a fair like even gerda the like fucking henchwoman evil person was like smarter than the fucking good people um 
another thing too that was weird to me or i, I can't even really say i didn't like it so I, I wish i'm gonna create a new category of not saying i didn't like it not saying i liked it i just it was just kind of mm-hmm. meh um and this is one of the reasons i feel like the dark fate thing was a huge problem with the movie for me dog ed screen as uh the dude who played beast at being as him as the uh the uh as bora the uh wing dude that wanted to go to war mm-hmm. and the one who lives yeah because a black man gotta die malcolm bird x yeah i was not feeling him me either he's not even scary to me okay because he was next on my list if you weren't gonna say it i was yeah they tried to turn him into like this loose cannon warrior man i'm like i'm not even scared of him and his plan was stupid as shit and they kept getting killed so it wasn't even like like they the ones like well bring them war and then they immediately start getting blown to smithereens and the motherfucking air i was like i'm like this is your plan this is the plan for the war like this shit was the plan like and that once again stupid he was stupid because the fucking queen was prepared she was already she knew they was coming i'm like how she even know they was coming they didn't even fucking like they mentioned that that a creature that looked like maleficent saved her from the water one time and the queen was like and that's why the fuck i'm making this red powder because she coming there one day she gonna be back but it's just the point that they fucking knew that like she and then they knew to get enough flowers to kill everybody and make pumpkin bombs and all this shit like mm-hmm. michelle five was like we ready. and then of course everybody else just rolling up like let's attack them in a straight formation like <laughs> it was like people trying to beat up bruce lee one by one it's just so dumb um anything else Mm-mm. trying to think was there anything else i didn't like uh yeah i think the yeah i think we covered it stupid people everyone being stupid except maleficent and um queen ingrath um and then of course like i said dark the nigga the dark face shit was a bunch to do about nothing no one no one gives a fuck about them people that's true it was pretty but nobody cared nobody cared yeah i don't give a fuck about them you could literally take them out the movie take make it an hour 37 minutes and i'm like now it's a perfect movie uh, yeah i agree like and plus all that shit took away from her getting to be a bad bitch because way too much like we came here to see her be the baddest and then and then to see michelle pfeiffer try to take her off of the off of point like that's the whole point of the movie so we don't care about the fucking bird revolution dog no we don't like all the bird man shit y'all can keep it that's not what we came for and then none of those scenes did she get to be the baddest she was like i'm nursing the wound i'm learning about y'all's history i'm learning about the phoenix yeah so they going to war and she over there uh, yeah looking at mackenberg x yeah they weren't even like love interest it was Mm. just they were just there like ah all right let's give it a rating zero to five karen i give this a three yeah um i think for me i can't lie i give it i give it like a three because i felt that it's a little bit disappointing compared to the first one i think the first one for me was like a five yeah the first one was like if it it wasn't a five i don't remember what i rated it but it had to be close to five four and a half five like i walked out of that shit like now nah, i need more of this mm-hmm. what i didn't mean was i need two hours more of this i mean i mean another hour and a half dope ass fast film um like that and uh the motivations in this joint just weren't as good um as the first one 
you know where they really made you see maleficent side of it mm-hmm. and then see her overcome it oh that's the other thing i forgot i'm so glad we kept talking this is another reason for three man what the fuck was that with um with, with with the fucking um the dude from willow where he was instrumental in creating the weapons of genocide against his own people and at the end he just chilling at the wedding like it's all good yeah nobody arrested him nobody was like you tried to kill us he didn't want to call the cops on the road like i didn't like this movie just had some weird for a movie that's about don't play that shit with maleficent a lot of people got a pass like i think the queen got turned to a goat and that's the only like real and then old girl that died falling off the balcony but they had nothing to do with maleficent but Mm -hmm. like it like the it's just i don't know man i like some of these decisions i'm just like man like when you making a movie about her being the baddest like i want that dude to catch hell too you know Mm -hmm. but uh yeah I, i just didn't get that so um let's get into the comments for the episodes we did before this fast color we got one new comment from sandler agony who says good thing amazon is going to do a series on this since it serves it better i really enjoyed the black woman women and black girls as a lead uh oh black women and black girls as a lead is solidly directed it's just that when you have all this world building in barely over 100 minutes it's easy to see why things were as fleshed out weren't as fleshed out as they should have been yep i agree really would really i'm looking forward to if they do a series on that oh same uh we have one new comment also for rambo last blood um it's from sandler agony as well boy did sylvester stallone go full mad stand in this joint uh, yes he did rambo 5 is my least favorite in the franchise since i'm so used to these films being in the jungle so for it to be set on john rambo's ranch mexico of really shitty driving scenes that look like they were obviously done on set it was different <laughs> yeah the, i agree the driving scenes were so bad i agree and i didn't care though but i agree there were awesome kills classic heavy-handed stallone dialogue that shit with him and paz vega looking at each other uh about girls being killed by the cartel was forcefully laughable and a damn farm is destroyed yet still old ass rambo got the ride off in the sunset with a big ass gut wound after he killed all them brown dudes you rock off in the sunset rambo is truly an impossible white man legend yeah yes he is yeah that's how you do it sly okay he took the old impossible white man to the next level mm-hmm. he was like we may get another one we may not i'm just gonna rock on the way next thing he's just gonna be doing with a walker and a cane and shit yes he is he's gonna be, he gonna be fucking up in the old people home next we got comments eight comments on the review i did with chris lambert for joker Ooh, y'all had a lot to say yeah controversial movie um a lot of people saw it though true black steve no harvey says yeah i think i'm gonna skip this one i just like regular ass comic movies but i appreciate the candid opinions y'all shared thanks mm-hmm. far says i was gonna sit this one out and see it at home but i kept hearing about how great it was and i should have followed my instincts it was cool but i didn't need to see this in the theater while joaquin's fun- uh, performance was great the story felt hollow to me i definitely think the runtime contributed to that because it felt like some acting moments meandered and messed with the flow oh i definitely felt like uh they had about an extra five or six ten minutes 
uh they could have left on the cutting room floor of him just doing stylized poses and dances and shit and i know it's all supposed to be an homage to like this is what the joker will become one day but you know it was so slow and languid and mood setting and i'm like i get it i like i so there's certain times in the movie i'm like i got this shit the first time y'all did it you ain't got to do it 10 more times i the nigga's weird let's go <laughs> i will say i busted out laughing when we saw the waynes catch that hot one it didn't bother me in terms of strand from the comics i just found it hilarious that dcwb have was having us watch these niggas get popped yet again i laughed too uh, I, like especially in this movie you just don't think you're gonna see the waynes get killed again because like what this got to do with the joker nothing and then these motherfuckers get killed again it's <laughs> like never forget hashtag as with everything currently people projecting all over the place i don't think it's glorified violence or the bad guy but i do but i think it is a bit too basic and this attempt to explain him for it to be high art i just think it's an okay movie that benefited greatly from well done pastiche and a stellar performance from joaquin yeah i can't even disagree with you to be honest with you man sailor agnes says joker is one of the most standard fake deep auteur uh, <laughs> i thought it was i thought it wasn't terrible certainly not to the standards of any film that todd phillips envisioned this mo- would be joaquin phoenix certainly did a great job in his role here and i tried diligently to separate comic bookish joker from this one so i didn't get mad or anything it's beautiful and i love the score but i was so relieved when the credits rolled on this production because i i'm never watching this again or any other indie style movie like this to a much lesser lesser extent venom the idea that comic book films need to be more adult for the masses is so played out at this point when martin scorsese said his piece on the issue i had to chuck the deuce and live with the idea that uh some people don't like these movies and it's okay at the same time if you're gonna attempt a joker film or any other villain make sure you have certain pieces that fit the puzzle arthur Fleck's laughing disorder was a mileage may vary issue but it but it fit the loser ass character anyway anyway i enjoyed y'all's review of it glad you enjoyed the review mm-hmm. uh he said uh duh, 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 okay i don't know what that means and says off topic comment okay i watched fast color on google play i really liked and i'm glad you reviewed it because i would have skipped it based on the synopsis that the streaming services gave it i love the ending and hope there's a series the scene with ruth is running in the well she's running in the rain with colors flashing around her is my favorite but i do have some questions one what does the title fast color have to do with the movie oh because when uh the little girl is explaining her powers and how they work to her mom who's saying she doesn't have her powers anymore mm-hmm. she's saying she see she sees a bunch of fast colors moving around uh two what does this what does seeing colors in general have to do with making rain well that means when they start seeing colors it means that their powers are active Mm -hmm. so when she could see the colors that was the whole thing she was disconnected from her heritage and her power as a as a as a uh i don't know what they are superpower person Mm -hmm. in her family and disconnected from her family her daughter and her mom and when she started when ruth had that breakthrough she could see the colors um and that you know that meant that she could uh manipulate the sky and she was one of the ones i guess that was so powerful that that story she thought her mom was making up right she actually could do that shit correct 
uh three if there was a water shortage how did they make gas gas refineries use a lot of water to turn oil into gasoline i don't i don't know that mm-hmm. I, I didn't I pick up on that, that uh number four was there any significance in making Ruth's favorite band x-ray specs uh don't know that one either Mm-mm. gotta you have to watch the director's commentary for that one the lead singer was a half somalian british woman so maybe maybe i don't know i don't even know anything about that band and so you just put me on some mileage <laughs> thank you logan said oh it's a mine she says hey y'all another great episode as someone who didn't intend to see this movie i think you hit the nail on the head about why people like me weren't going to bother shit no other comic book movies did put a bad taste in my mouth i can't really judge this film it was what it was i do think that this one this was one of those performances that is oscar bait that laugh was great and i like the explanation for it i feel like they were trying to sabotage this movie to make it seem even more avant-garde than it really is Mm -hmm. like this movie is more artistic than other comic book movies uh but they're all enjoyable films in different ways i will say i went in not knowing a lot of what to expect from this film i was surprised that the waynes were in it yeah i actually kind of low-key enjoyed the idea that bruce wayne's dad was a dick like thomas wayne because like why do, like if you think about thomas wayne we have always seen thomas wayne through the ideas and ideals of a kid who was robbed of his father at 10 right of course he his dad was the greatest most altruistic person doctor and billionaire of all time but this nigga's a fucking billionaire he probably ain't shit uh because (laughs) because of the bad mouthing that the creators were doing i didn't even watch the trailer damn i enjoyed what i saw and it did it did surprise me after i saw the wayne's i found myself waiting for the big moment for the rest of the movie and that surprised me as well i think the creators did a disservice to the film by dissing other movies love y'all mine thank you uh and rwh2016 says thank you for your review guys i enjoy i always enjoy the lambert opinion on these movies i had a blast i saw the movie three times you really liked it baby i guess i enjoyed how gotham city closely matched the griminess of early 80s new york city i grew up in the bronx and in that time frame i can remember the 81 sanitation strike the subway gunman incident the wolf packs and overwhelming and overwhelming apathy the decor of the buses and subways was spot on also a lot of easter eggs regarding stand-up comic culture scorsese movies comic book lore for example the comedy shop pogos named after john wayne gacy's pogo the clown my second and third viewings i had a chance to enjoy some of the jokes from the stand-up comics shout out to the black girl magic exhibited in the movie i also love seeing atlanta alum zazie beats and brian tyree henry and i agree with you on joaquin phoenix's performance yeah you know it was weird because some people actually said that like having black women in the movie was like racism of some type and i i saw the movie i'm gonna be yeah i'm like sometimes man the people that are so woke that everything's trash or right everything's problematic or whatever sometimes man they just to me they just miss and and that and they and they need the content and this was a movie that was very controversial that people were ganging up on Mm -hmm. and if you can call it racist why not that's how it felt to me because i was like i didn't get that feeling at all and also this is what happened when you hire black people you hire black people in your movies and then you go and then you're gonna get mad about the quote-unquote presentation or representation but it's like niggas so many black women in this fucking movie pick the one you do like then 
i don't know like it's not like <laughs> it's not like every black woman in this movie was some piece of shit like right the, the to me they all felt like real characters and the jobs probably would just went to white women that did the same thing like anyway uh he had me on edge the entire time rod i also believe it's plausible that somebody could carry out those murders the way he did and get away with it we got proof ted bundy that white boy got away with so much shit in the 70s and early 80s the movie is not perfect but it did bring up some good points about our apathy towards mental illness well hold up hold up ted bundy um didn't go on national tv and shoot these motherfuckers come on now like it's a little different i know what you're saying like Mm -hmm. like and i but keep in mind i'm not trying to shit on the movie for this i really am like he todd phillips told me how gritty and realistic it was that was the leap that they had to make for the movie to be dope you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. okay these motherfuckers now he's apparently they're filming a the tonight show they're filming the tonight show live on tv in the 80s i guess and they're letting a dude that's in full clown makeup and kind of crazy carry a gun on live tv you know what i mean like it felt like a little bit of a stretch also at a time where they're saying that this is the most dangerous most deadly most like there's a violent riot happening in the city and there's just no concern no security so i don't know it felt a little little like his crime spree at the end um culminating in shooting two people to death on the fucking uh at the i think it, maybe it was one person to death shooting somebody to death on tv felt a little little much uh anyway a little too much just just a, just a little bit felt felt a little like someone should have frisked him i don't know it's, <laughs> maybe I'm, maybe i'm tripping uh <laughs> that white boy got away with so much shit in the 70s and early 80s the movie is not perfect but it did bring us a good points about our apathy towards mental illness some people think that some of or all of what happened in the movie was all in joker's head that's the once again todd phillips fucking with y'all he did an interview and was like but how much of it really happened and i can't wait for people to ask that question mm-hmm. and so of course people start being like it's all made up it was established that the joker was an unreliable narrator so who knows what was real and what was made up i'm gonna be honest i think the film does tell us what's real and what's made up and i think um the part that's made up is the shit with zazzy beats um and i thought that was a really dope twist i just think todd phillips is doing his movie a disservice trying to be too cute in these interviews because now he got the people going it's so brilliant because none of it happened it's like i'm like just put your movie out yeah overall it's a good movie i hope joaquin can get an oscar nod lastly lakita says i think it's interesting that karen doesn't care for quote unquote scary movies but loves the violence and gore in movies like rambo and john wick as riders already pointed out i on the other hand love scary movies but i'm turned off by certain types of violence and gore maybe that maybe we're just widows karen hmm am i widow i but i just i i like i said when it comes to scary movies it's just not my not my draw and 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 i think for me i i love like rambo and all this because it's so fucking over the top i'm like okay this is ridiculous to the point of hilarity so i am i am there for it i can do sci-fi and sci-fi i'm assuming sci-fi is a form of horror i don't know but sci-fi ain't always got to be horror but you know they be fucking people up on sci-fi and i could do that i don't know it's just my mind just functioning differently i just don't like to be scared 
yes yeah, yeah but it's a great question because to me those things sci-fi can be scary Mm -hmm. action movies can be scary yes so it's not so you say you don't like to be scared but those are genres where you watch movies that are scary and you haven't had a problem but i just i i think for me i don't when you say scary i'm like i'm out because for me personally i think that a lot of times when it comes to scary it's like what is the most not all but like saw and all them like that super duper over the top shit i'm like i don't want to watch that i don't i don't, don't want to watch people get trapped and locked in a room and try to get out like that doesn't interest me but just for my own personal preference i'm like i don't i don't want to see people get fucked up and maimed because we're trying to run away from somebody um so but, like the terminator the movie that you're looking forward to in a couple of weeks i'm excited about terminating that right but that, which is which is him fucking up and maiming people that's trying to get away from him the whole movie that's that that's fine but they ain't locked up in the house or a room or anything like that they you know sometimes they are i mean sarah connor had to fight that nigga in a uh shop an iron shop or whatever and she got a leg fucked up she was crawling and the machine was crawling i mean look uh, i don't know i don't know then y'all i'm sorry like i said my mind when you say scary i just tap out yeah i don't know what i was gonna say is i think um like i think it's a mental hurdle and it's something that you probably miss out on some movies that would have been a good time for you because you're rejecting them because the title because the genre says scary but or horror or whatever but you watch horror all the time you just watch it in different ways okay so, okay now, know, now, I now think, that point i agree yes yes, yes yeah yes, yes. I, I think i because i'm also not a fan of horror but it's not because i'm so scared i just really think horror is the one genre where the plot just don't gotta make sense and they don't give a fuck that it don't make sense i i don't i don't get that i don't even understand how people enjoy that that's just my brain doesn't work in that way where i can enjoy something like that but yeah it's you know yeah i think you do you you say you don't watch it because it's scary and i'm just saying i don't think that's true because (laughs) all this shit is scary and you watch it and you're fine yes you know it's just the payoff in the scary in a horror movie for you just isn't uh it just doesn't do it for you or something i don't know right and and that's the thing uh you saw get out in us yes i did yeah um so those people consider those scary movies horror movies okay okay and the thing is uh i almost didn't go see get out but i was like you know what i'm gonna go see it because i was like everybody's gonna watch it i'll go see it and i'm glad i did i mean uh what was what was the first movie was it get out no get out yeah get out was the first one so then when his uh second movie came out i was like oh i know what i'm walking into so i was i was cool with that like i knew it wasn't mm-hmm. gonna be a quote-unquote slasher fic, uh flick yeah but it's just interesting that's all like um yeah i like we all have stuff like that yeah so. that's my hang up <laughs> yeah i'm not even calling it a hang up i'm not i'm not this is not picking on you um it's just yeah like it's like it's just uh i think everybody has different things like that i think for me the it's really just that i feel like horror doesn't pay off enough mm. it's just not you know it's just like we just had a weird experience i'm like that's not i want the shit to make sense though i want to know why it happened <laughs> and horror movies you don't have to do that but i've i've seen some horror movies and some of the better ones and um i have enjoyed some like i love enjoy scream scream was good mm-hmm. but i like thinner 
um drag me to hell um like there's been some ones i was like yo this joint is actually oh man the one that was uh i can't where there was the blind man in the house and don't breathe oh Mm. my god that was such a good one so yeah man that's some good ones out there man um you just you know walking dead is is Mm -hmm. is hard zombie survivor hard so just Uh, that's true and you i enjoyed the walking dead right so i don't think it's necessarily that karen doesn't i don't you you know you used to say stuff like I, I i can't watch scary stuff and go to sleep it's like you watch walking dead every fucking sunday and go straight to sleep so yep. it's not true um <laughs> so, but it's the same way she loves arby's y'all all right <laughs> we'll talk to y'all next time appreciate y'all till then peace peace